So the Gemara says as follows: Shabbos of the Brisa, the Gemara in Shabbos that Kufiyu Tesam and Beis Tanya, and Beisi by Yehuda Omer, and Beisi the son of Yehuda says, Shnei Malachi Asharit Melavin Leila Adam by Rav Shabbos by Beis Aknesses LeBeisa Two. Ministering angels escort a person from the synagogue to his home on the eve of the Shabbos. One is a good angel, one is a bad angel. When he comes home, and he finds a lamp burning the table set and his bed made, he finds the home prepared for Shabbos. Malach Toiv. So then the good angel says, may it be the will of God that it should be this way the next Shabbos as well. And the bad angel is forced to answer Amin against his will. But if not, in other words, if the house is not set for Shabbos, Malach Ra Oime Yehirotzun Shishehir LeShabbos Acherach. The bad angel says, "May it be the will of God that next Shabbos should be this way." Malach Toi Vayne Bal Korcha Amen. And now the good angel is coerced to respond in kind. Amen. And um, indeed, it is customary to make sure the table is set before Shabbos. At least um, there should be a tablecloth and lechemishna and wine on the table and candles if the, you know on the table side before Shabbos. And this um, teaching is also the basis for the custom that we have that when we come home on Friday night before we make kiddush, we say shalom aleichem to the angels and we say baruchuni l'shalom to give us the bracha that emir t'shem Shabbos acheres kach next week should also be. A beautiful Shabbos. Now, in the early Ashkenazi works, um, there is some interesting significance applied. Do you mind if I the tissues, please? To to these angels. Okay. Um, either way, so the Abu Dirham, Abu Dirham, perhaps the first, um, the earliest commentator on. Siddur and related topics, and he quotes this B'shem the Maharam Mirutenberg. The Maharam Mirutenberg was the Rebbe of the Rosh. Famously, he died in prison because he didn't let them ransom him. Um, he says as follows: He quotes the Gemara. Says Rabbeinu Meir, Koychov, Kizehol lefi seder hamazolis, shemazel tzedek meshamish b'shar achrena shalad of Shabbos, or malach shaloyit zatkiel. The Malachim that the Gemara is talking here about are planets. Um, so it's axiomatic. There are seven. There are seven koichvelechas. There are seven planets that move. Now there are more more than seven planets that move, but perhaps there are seven planets that you could see moving to the naked eye. I'm not sure exactly where this number of seven planets that move come from. Um, the seven planets that move are. Um, let's see. If I could, there we go. Um, Sadek in the um, well, there's different orders of how to do it. Um, they are Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Sun, Venus, Mercury, and the Moon. Um, in 
in Hebrew, the tzedek uh, is um, is Jupiter, maybe. Yeah, tzedek is Jupiter, and madim is Mars, sun and the moon and the sun and the moon. Um, forget now exactly what each of the seven words in Hebrew correspond to which planets, but we'll see as we go on. Okay, so he says like this: the Ebrish set up the world in a way that the maz- the mazolus that the planets are somehow in charge or not in charge is the wrong word they are involved in administering shefa sustenance to this world we know already in pashas bracha says that there's the um the 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 the, the, the susten- not sustenance the shefa that comes from the sun and the moon and similar is the case with the other planets. Now, of course, it's all kagars and biyad achitzev. They are inanimate. It's all <coughs> done. There's no element of choice. It's all in the because Hashem designs it such, and etc. Um, and that was, of course, the mistake of the early idolaters in the time of Enosh, that they, decide, they understood that the planets were also worthy of thanking. But that's the way the Ebesh has set up the world. That on the seventh, on the fourth day of creation, on the fourth day of creation, um, the planets were set into their cycle, and from that time on, with the exception of the Mabels, um, perhaps, um, every hour, one of those planets has its turn to be in charge. It's, it's in charge for that hour, and then it moves on to the next planet, and there's a cycle of the seven planets. Um, so says the Maram Rotom Regalikis. The two Malachim, so there's one Malach called Sedek, that's Jupiter, he's the last hour of Friday. Now, let's imagine when those of you who come to the Gemara class, we've done this already. Let's put our day on a 12 hour day, 12 hour night, starting from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. So 5 p.m. on Friday is the Mazel of Sedek, that's the hour of Jupiter. Um, that's the last hour of Friday, right? Now, obviously, in the winter, the summer Shabbos comes in earlier and later, but at least on your ideal clock, if you're in the month of Tishrei or Nisan and you're living on the equator, um, that's going to be the last hour of Friday. So the Malach that corresponds, that, that's sort of associated with the planet of Tzedek, of Jupiter, is... is um, is, his name is Tzadkiel. Well, we like that, Tzadek. That sounds good, right? Um, that's the good mazel, and that's the good angel that accompanies you home, because it's the end of Friday and the beginning of Shabbos. So the end of Friday is that mazel of Tzadek. He's the, he's the good angel who t- gives you a brach that it should be the same way next week. Sunday, uh, sorry, Mars, Madim, is the mazel that's the first hour of Friday, of, of Shabbos, which is at, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on our imaginary um, location and clock. O Malach Shaloi, we don't even pronounce the name of his Malach, we call him the Samach Mem. Samach Mem, uh, the way it's spelled is Samach Mem, Aleph Lamud, we don't say the word. Um, it's, um, it's, he's the bad angel. And they, so, so they, they both meet each other. This one goes when Shabbos comes in, this one Shabbos comes out, and they are the angels that are accompanying to your house. Um, parenthetically, I should mention that um, the 
English, the secular world also recognizes at some stage, I don't know how it was today, but historically, um, the, sec- the, sec- the secular days of the week um, also are, are the same thing. But the difference is that whereas in Torah we call the first hour of the day from 6 to 7, so the mazel, it's, it's, it's a seven-hour cycle, but the mazel of every day of the week is one of those seven. The, the mazel of Shabbos is the first hour of Shabbos, it's Badim, right? And the secular, they, the, the calendar, they would count the first to be the mazel, which is soilet at 12 a.m. So Sunday, it's the day of the sun. Monday is the moon. Tuesday, how do you say Tuesday in French? Mardi, that's Mars. Right? Wednesday in French is Mercredi, that's Mercury. Um, Thursday is, how do you say Thursday in French? Um, um, Let's check this out. Thursday in French. Thursday, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's spelled J-E-U-D-I. That's um, that's Jupiter, right? Friday is Vendredi, which is Venus. And Saturday is Saturn, right? So <coughs> each day of the week corresponds to one of those seven planets. Okay. So 12 hours day, 12 hours night, so how is that divided into seven? Well, you're writing 24 hours into seven. So it's 21 hours. each hour is controlled by one of the planets. Mm-hmm. So does this cycle go around? Yeah, it goes round and round all week, yeah. But if you do seven times 24 <laughs> divided by, let me, yeah. In other words, the cycle, you get every day has three cycles, that's 21, and then there's another three hours. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... You make the cheshman, you'll see there's never an overlap. Uh-huh. There's always... Completes. There's, yeah, there's never an overlap. There's no, there's no planet that has the first hour of two days. Mm-hmm. First hour of the day, wherever you put the first hour, is always going to be a different planet every day of the week. Um, if you don't believe me, I've never tried it out, but take a pen and paper, figure it out. If I'm wrong, I'll be hours. In the week, okay. divided by seven, is what? 24. Okay. <coughs> okay. Um, now, in other sources, in the Maharil, I think, yeah. In the Maharil, um, uh, by the way, Steve, if you see Ari, he was very interested in this topic. I don't know why he's. Um, <coughs> in the Maharil, who's also, yeah, he's here for breakfast. Um, in the Maharil, who we've also mentioned <coughs> a number of times, who is, um, who is um, from the leading um, spokesman of Pumen Hoge Ashkenaz, he, br- he talks about this in the context of davening early on Friday. And again, we're working with our imaginary clock, davening, Shabbos davening early. So we've spoken about this in the Gemara class. But he talks about justifying the minhag of davening early on Friday because people want to daven while it's still, and bring in Shabbos while it's still in the positive atmosphere of the mazel of Tzedek and before we get into the mazel of Madim. And of course, 
he says this only works during the month of Nisan and Tishrei, when, when, when that is indeed the first hour of Shabbos. Now, um, let's look at another b'risa. So this b'risa is in Brachas Tafel Tassam and Beis. And hopefully you all learned this b'risa 11 years ago, when we did Birkas HaChamon. Right? Toner Abonon. See the long footnotes? Toner Abonon. Oh. Gosh, look at that. Oh, wow. That's all on the first line. Tanar Abonon. Harei Chama Bitkufa. So one who sees the sun at the beginning of its cycle. Levana Bigvirasal, the moon in its mightiness. Kechavim Silasam, and the planets in their orbits. Umazolis Kisidron, or the signs of the zodiac in their order. Aimer Baruch Eisemaisabesh. He says the bracha of Baruch Eisemaisabesh. So, Amos Haver, when does this happen? Amarabayim. Every 28 years, the major solar cycle begins again. And the Nisan equinox falls in the hour of Shabtoi, of Saturn. But the in the evening of Tuesday, the night before Wednesday. And that's when you say the bracha, right? The next morning, when you see the sun. Um, so, last time we did it was on Erev Pesach of 2009 which was on Wednesday, <coughs> and it's always on Wednesday, of course, and the next time will be 28 years later. So, yeah. Okay, Zok Rashi. Rashi says like this. Let's see if they... I was going to read it from the English to see if it's quicker, but until uh, I find the English over here in these pages of footnotes. So he says that uh, on, on that night of Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, the sun, everything, go, the, the <coughs> sun is, Kufas Nisan, the Nisan equinox is in the hour of Saturn. Says Rashi like this. The, the first hour of Wednesday is called, is the hour of Saturn. Because that's the time that <laughs> the planets were hung in the sky on the f- seventh, fourth day of creation. And those seven hours repeat in this cycle of Shatsam Chanchal. So, Shatzam is Shabtoi Tzedek Miznaim, and Chanchal is Chama, um, not sure what the Nun is, Koychav and Levana. Okay, so that's the order of the seven, one after the other, those seven. This is Kansash Chalam. So, if you want to put that in the order of <coughs> the days of the week, the first hour. Of Sunday is going to be Koychav, Monday is going to be Tzedek, yeah, Tuesday is going to be the Nun, which I don't remember what that is right now, Noiga, Noiga is, 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 is Nun, um, and then Wednesday is Shin, Shabtoi, okay. Are we talking from 12 to 1 or from like 6 to 7? Um... No, he's talking from 6 to 7. 6 to 7. So. Right, right, and that's right. And Shabbos is Mizlaim. Right. That's the last in the list of this cycle is Mem, Moiznaim. Uh, uh, sorry, not Moiznaim, Madin. Yeah? Um, and that's, uh, that's Mars for Shabbos. <coughs> right? And the first hour of, the, of midnight, Mars is for Tuesday. That's why Tuesday is Mardi. In, right? Okay. So. Rashi says like this, Madim, we don't like Madim, so we have another Gemara which talks about what happens in Madim. 
So there's a Gemara later on in Shabbos, ten blot later, and Afkuf Chav Tesimim Base, where it says like this. Oh, here you have a whole chart with all the days of the week and the night, day, yeah, the whole thing. Okay. So, Zokter Azoi. So here it's talking about when when are the days that it's not a good time to let blood. Um, <coughs> why? What's the reason you should not let blood on the third day of the week? Because on Tuesday the influence of Mars prevails during the pairs i.e. the even hours of the day. Because I'm, I'm not sure what that means. The, I just want to know, the context over here is to see what Rashi tells us about Mars. Mazel um, Madim, he says, Memuna al hacherev. He's in charge of the sword, Valhadever, and the plague, Valperonius, and bad things. <coughs> right? Okay, that's not. I mean, here Rashi explains what that means. The pairs of hours. I think it's a bit too much astronomy for right now. If you want to look, um, but the point is that Rashi tells us that uh, Madim is not the very good thing. He's the mazel, right? That's Madim is our mazel. That's six to seven on Friday. That's the mazel who's in charge of all the all the plagues and the swords and deaths, <coughs> etc. Okay. Um, now, so far, we haven't yet seen any. We've just seen that that's the muscle that's then, and perhaps in the Maharil said that that's the reason why people daven early on Friday night. People bring in Shabbos or daven Mayav early, um, because uh, um, because of uh, because they don't they want to daven in the muscle of Tzedek, not in the muscle of time. By the way, uh, later on in the in the Gemara class in a, in a couple of weeks' time, we'll get to the question of davening late on Shabbos. So the. And there is a shit in the Rishonim that you're supposed to daven late on Shabbos. Or, and some Rishonim say not on Shabbos, but in Yom Tov. And in, 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 the, in the local sugya and brachas, it seems to all be about what time they brought the carbon musaf and the carbon tamid on Shabbos. And if in the Beis HaMikdosh it was done later than during the week. But perhaps another reason not to daven later than usual on Shabbos is because... Um, of the mazel, the first hour of Shabbos is either Meznaim or another one which we don't like and so we want to avoid davening in, 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 that, in that hour which usually we daven every day of the week it's daven right away, early in the morning the first hour of the day but Shabbos is delayed a bit because of that mazel and maybe we'll get to that later Okay. Um, so but so far we haven't yet seen of any connection and we've seen that this is connected to the two malachim who come to house, but we haven't yet seen any, anything mentioned about not making Kiddush. Um, the first person to mention not making Kiddush is the Tikkuni Shabbos. The Tikkuni Shabbos um, <coughs> is Meyuchas to the Arizal. So this is, this comes from the Arizal. Tikkuni Shabbos, this comes from the Arizal. And Kudish Shabbos, he says, after davening on Friday, you shouldn't hang around in shul for a long time. No, you act for Harvey Vesakness. The quicker you make Kiddush, the better you are. 
And the reason is, we want to come in before the dome, we want to make Kiddush before it is the domain of the Samech Mem and the planet of Mars. But Shabbos as is known. Um, as is known. Yeah, it's well known. Right? So, yeah. What, not to make Kiddush? Saying. No, not no. It's well known that that's when Kohen oh, oh. Madim. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Right? Now the Maharsha in his commentary Masechtas Tainis um, also um, quotes this. Ari- he doesn't quote the Ariza, but he says the same idea. He brings there about how Madim is the first hour of Shabbos, and he finishes off by saying, "This is why Hashem commanded us to bring Shabbos an hour early, to bring in Shabbos early." Right, some people are marked with to, that, that, to bring in Shabbos early. Even yeah, I'm, I think I mentioned before. Yeah, in Eretz Yisrael, I've seen people in the dead of winter. It's two o'clock, and I'm wrapping up to fill in by the kaisel, and 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 then with time, and there's people coming in dressed in white, and they're ready to be mekabel Shabbos by Plaga Mincha. Right, that's, <coughs> those who have the chumra of being mekabel Shabbos in early, that's the real way to do it. In America, people do it when it's convenient in the summer. Yeah, but if you want to do the chumra properly, you do it year round. Um. So that's why we're supposed to bring in Shabbos early. And then he also, oh, he brings in about Shabbos. There we go. Shabbos morning, he says that you should wait an hour to Davin because that's the mazel of Shabtoi, Saturn, and somehow, oh, because Saturn is the one before Tzedek. So not that Saturn is bad, but Tzedek is even better. So, so that's why we delay Davening on Shabbos morning because we want to be able to Davin in the, on Shabbos in the mazel of Tzedek. Okay, so much to the Hashkama minion. Okay, <laughs> so now, um, okay, so there's two differences um, between the one second. Okay, let, let, let's move on. So so far, we've had the Arizal and the Marsha, both of whom are not halachic authority or are not. Writing in the context of halacha, yeah, um, the Arizal is Kabbalah and the Maharsha is his commentary to the Gemara. Let's see how this brings down how this is brought down in Shulchan Aruch. So the Torah writes, "Kishayavu lebeisay." When you come home, you mahilech miyad. You should hurry to eat right away, because it says, "Zocher esiyam Shabbos l'kachur." Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. All y'all, zocherel ayamiknisasay. You have to remember it on wine when it comes in. Says the Bishos of the Haimonim, you should take your shenichnis to the Kachalayayin. As soon as Shabbos comes in, you have to make Kiddush. So don't hang around, don't waste any time. Um, now, so in general, there's a concept of Zrizmak Dimilimitsis. You always do a mitzvah as soon as possible. It's even more um, pertinent when it comes to Kiddush. Kiddush, that's why, for example, Al Rebbe explains in Shulchan Aruch that um, even though, what, that why is there. Every mitzvah you have to do, so you're not allowed to have a meal before you do the mitzvah. Yeah? You're not allowed to have a meal before you daven. Myrith. I should have said something to remind you. Okay. Right? But when it comes to Kiddush, not only are you not allowed to have a meal, you're not even allowed to eat anything before Kiddush and before Havdalah. Why not? So the Altarab explains to Shachnar, the reason is because the Hatakana of Kiddush is to make Kiddush as soon as Shabbos comes in. So, Mamela. We don't want you to eat anything so that you make it. That's why Chazal said, don't eat anything before Kiddush so that we shouldn't delay Kiddush at all. Right? Um, uh, 
And now, so that so that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Um, now there are two poskim who bring into the equation this mystical concept of the Arizal and the Marasha about avoiding to make Kiddush and Mazel Madim. So again, let's just recap. The fact that Mazel Madim is the first hour of Shabbos, and now that's a negative thing that we already find in the very early Chassidei Ashkenaz from the Abu Dirham and the Maharil. Um, later on, we have the Arizal and the Marasha who say that therefore you should avoid making Kiddush in that hour. Now we come to the Magen Avram, the Eil Shabbos. The Eil Shabbos is before the, the Magen Avram quotes the Eil Shabbos a lot. So the Eil Shabbos is, seems to be the first halachic authority who quotes it, and he says as follows. And there's a difference between the. the uh, pay attention. He says the Achrayim say that you should make Kiddush before the Mazel of Madim, because the first hour, the beginning of the hour of Shabbos is Mazel Madim, and that's when the Samach Mem is in charge. But the last hour of Friday, that's Mazel Tzedek, and that's very good, and that's connected to the Gemara of the two angels who accompany to your house. And if you didn't make Kiddush while it was still day, so the ideal is make Kiddush while it's still day. Be Mekabal Shabbos early, we've discussed this in the past. It's, it's a Chumrah to bring in Shabbos early. We have, in Chabad, we have a particular preference to do a different Chumrah, namely to Davan Mairev with Krishma and, and Mairev Bismanoi. So, and our minag is that that overrides the Chumrah of bringing in Shabbos early. But he said, bringing in Shabbos early, you make it right away. The Imloi Kiddush is very important. He's, this is the first time we have this reference, which it doesn't say this explicitly in the Marsha or in the Tukun Shabbos. The Imloi Kiddush from Bodyam, if you didn't make Kiddush, while it was still day, namely before Mazel Madin, then you should wait until after Mazel Madin. So until now, all we've seen was best to make Kiddush before Mazel Madin. The, the Shabbos is the first two things. First of all, he's the first Pesach to bring this. And second of all, he's the first one to say that if you didn't manage to do it before, wait till it's over. If you just learned the Arizal or just the Marsha or any of the other, yeah, you would think, okay, you tried to make it before. If you didn't do it, you didn't do it, right? The Shabbos says, no, if you didn't do it before, you have to wait till afterwards. Um, now, the Mogan of Ram is interesting. The Mogan of Ram says like this, Kosovo to Kodesh Shabbos, the Kodesh Shabbos writes, you should make Kiddush before night, because the first hour is Mazel Mazim. And so says the Maharil. Now, we've already seen that the Maharil doesn't say that you shouldn't make Kiddush. And the Maharil just says that that's when Mazel Mazim is Shailat, and that's why we have an early on, on thing. He doesn't say anything about making, not making Kiddush then. Or Menachem Azari. Menachem Azari is the Ramem Mipano, is actually a Sfardusha, it's interesting because until now the Maharil and the Badaram was all Ashkenaz, the Ramam Mipano was, an, was a Sfardi um, who was a halachist and a Kabbalist. And he says um, that if you're not hungry, you're allowed to wait um, because you've already done the Indian of Zohar that you have to remember Shabbos as soon as Shabbos come in, that you've already done when you dive in the Mairif. Right? Well known in Kiva Ega that, we're the, 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 the biblical mitzvah of Kiddush were Yotzu when we have in Mairev, and it's only the rabbinic mitzvah that says that you have to do it over a cup of wine that we wait for later. So, if you're not hungry and you don't want to eat now, you're allowed to wait. Now, Lachaira, um, so here again, the Mogan of Ram doesn't write explicitly that if you didn't make Kiddush before, you 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 should wait till after. All he says was, he brings the Ramam that if you're not hungry, you're allowed to wait till later. Um, so there's two ways to understand the Mogan Abraham. Either 
He could, in other words, the Magen Avram could be understood in two ways. Option A is he's saying like this: make Kiddush as early as possible, because it's a good thing to do Kiddush right away, and because of to do it as soon as possible in general, and because you want to avoid Mazel Madim. However, if you're looking for someone to rely on to be lenient to make it later, you have the Ramam Mimpano. Or that's one way of reading it. An alternative way of reading it is that he's not the, the Ramam Pano is not coming in contrast to what he's just said, but it's in support of what he just says. Make Kiddush before Mazel Madin, and then insert in square brackets. If you didn't make it before, make wait till Madim is over, like the Eilat Shabbos said. Ah, if you wait till afterwards, you have the problem that you're delaying Kiddush. You could rely on the Ramam Pano who says it's not so bad to delay Kiddush because you've done the already. Yeah, everyone with me. Now, the second way is how the Alter Rebbe understands the Mokhan Because the way the Alter Rebbe quotes it is like this. Um, it's a mitzvah to make Kaddish, to, to say, say Kiddish, to, uh, to, to sanctify the day of Shabbos verbally um, when Shabbos comes in. Chachamim instituted that this should be done over a cup of wine, both when Shabbos comes in, that's what we call Kiddish, and when Shabbos goes out, which is also Kiddish, sanctifying Shabbos, but we call it Abdallah. It's best to do it as soon as possible, or as soon as early as possible when Shabbos comes in. And even if you get left shul while it was still day, you could make Kiddish while it's still lying outside in order to do most of Mechel Kiddish, because you've brought in Shabbos already. Um, and if, and if you're not hungry, then, however, if you're not hungry, then you're allowed to wait till till later. So, because you want to eat the meal at the oven, you want to eat the meal with an appetite, and you could rely on the fact, you can rely on the fact that you've already been yoked to the mitzvah of Zacharias and Meshabbos when you daven the Mayrif. Then he says, Yeish and some are careful not to be Mikadish. In the first hour of Shabbos, between six and seven, um, either before night, which, again, in our imaginary clock, it's before night, but the point is it's before six, or after. So even though the Morgan of Rome didn't explicitly say this, the Shabbos did, and this is how the Alter Rebbe quotes it: that if you didn't do it before, best to wait till afterwards. And then he f- then he finishes off. However, however, we've already said that it's best to make kiddush as soon as you come home. So here we have a little bit of ambiv- ambig- ambiguity in the Alter Rebbe. As, okay, so if I came home at six thirty, is it best to make kiddush right away because we already said you're supposed to make kiddush as soon as you come home, or? Is it best to wait till afterwards because Yeshna told him not to be Mikadish in that hour? And the make Kiddush as soon as you come home is telling you make sure you get home before six. Or what some Chassidim I've seen do is make sure you come home after seven. In other words, if you want to avoid the pro- there's two things. One is making Kiddush as early as possible, but that translates into making Kiddush as soon as you come home. So what some people do is that they wait in shul. And if you it depends on your family dynamic, but if your kids are older, let's say, and your kids are with you in shul, so after davening, you sit down with your kids and you learn for half an hour, and then you go home and you make kiddush as soon as you come home. Now, hold on. Yeah, so he, the way he finishes, 
Yeah, it, it, it does seem clear from Malta Rebbe that either way, that it's best to make Kiddush before 6 than after 7, if you're able to. But it has, it, there's other conflicts, because mm-hmm. we're also makbid, like we've discussed in other classes, to Davin Meirev and Krishma with the brachas after Tesa Kichavim. So, you can, you can have it. Um, okay. Um, how do we calculate the hours? Just a second. Here we go. This ambiguity in the Rebbe is addressed in a letter by the Rebbe. Um... Um, bear with me. Is it show us some audience? Is that what we're talking we'll, about? We'll get there. No. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting because... Okay, so let, let's... Let, before we talk about uh, some other things, let's talk about how we calculate the hours and then... So... It's not Shoy's Manius, it's hours of 60 minutes, because that's the cycle of the seven planets, as hours of 60 minutes. Um, how do you calculate the hours? So mm-hmm. actually, in recent years, if you look in the history, in the Chabad journals, the Horus of Urim, you'll find various um, extrapolations. But in recent years, they actually published the Rebbe's... There's a, there's a published letter from the Rebbe about it, which even within the published letter, there's been different shittas of how to learn it. But now that the handwritten copy of that letter was published, so it leaves no room for doubt. Um, the handwritten letter, uh, published letter of the Rebbe goes like this. So, it, 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 it was not really the Rebbe's letter. It's a letter to the Rebbe that the Rebbe responded to in terse, you know, on the side. The Rebbe had spoken about this or written about this, and there was a machlokas amongst the scholars of 770 as to what the Rebbe meant. So somebody wrote to the Rebbe, and he said to the Rebbe, there's uh, some discussion here about what this means. Um, and these are the three options. Option number one is shows uh, is um, oh my gosh. Option number one is oh. <coughs> option number one is six hours after Chatzois of that day. So you look on the calendar. Today Chatzois is at twelve thirty-two. So from six thirty-two to seven thirty-two is when you don't make Kiddush. That's option one. Option two is six to seven on the clock. It doesn't matter what time of the year, it doesn't matter what time zone you're in, it doesn't matter what, what part of the time zone you're in, it doesn't matter. Option number three is six hours after the average chatzos of your time zone. That means, so let me, let me explain a little bit how time zones work. The world, the globe is 360 degrees, right? You go around the world, the circle is 360 degrees. That 360 degrees cycle takes 24 hours. So each hour is 15 degrees, right? If I move degree, right? If I if I tra- if I travel from here, when the sun travels from point A, 15 degrees to the west. The sun traveling. The sun rises in the sun rises. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Right? The sun ri- rises in the east, sets at the west. When the sun <laughs> travels 15 okay. degrees, meaning yeah, yes, so traveling. <laughs> yes, that's that's uh, that's an hour. Now, it used to be, back, uh, I think, until the early 1800s, if I'm not mistaken, that every city (coughs) had a personal clock. When the sun was overhead and the sundial showed no shadow, that was 12, that was noon, Mm -hmm. and you worked from there. Then there became 
one, I think it mainly became globalized with the invent of trains, and you had to have a train schedule which meant something. So we had to have some sort of globalized time. So the day committee, they divided the world into time zones. And approximately every, every 15 degrees, they added an hour, right? So we start with GMT with the, um, in London with Greenwich Mean Time, that's the zero. You go 15 degrees west, you're an hour behind London. You go 15 hours east, you're an hour ahead of London, right? Until you go around the whole world. And every location, if you Google any location, it's going to tell you. Chicago is GMT minus 6. That means we're 90, 90 degrees west of Greenwich, right? The problem is that we're not 90 degrees behind Greenwich because we don't make a time zone every two blocks. We make a time zone every 15 degrees. So, but the sun is moving. It's not like it stays in one place and then an hour later it jumps there. It's moving the whole time. So technically, um, in West Rogers Park, we're, we may be um, five minutes or ten minutes ahead of uh, Milwaukee, right? But nobody says, oh, in Chicago it's 9.40 and in Milwaukee it's 9.30. We don't work that way. We split it up into hours. So w when I say that it's 12, it's 12 noon over here, it's not really 12 noon. In London, when you say in Greenwich, when you say it's 12 noon, it's 12 noon. At 12 o'clock in Greenwich, the sun is exactly overhead, right? But if you go 7.5 degrees east of, uh, west of Greenwich, yeah, then it's going to be at 11.30, the sun is going to be um, um, overhead. And it's the Roshim of the sun that the, we're concerned about. No, it's not the Roshim, no, no, no. You'll have to listen to the recording the first time of the class. But uh, we're trying to figure out when, when noon is, when the scientific noon is, okay. right? So the way, th th I mean, the, the, the simple way to do it is to just check what time Chatzos is on the day of the equinox and you figure it out. But the logic behind it is um, that you want to know when is, um, I think, so uh, when, is chatzois, when is the average Chatzos in this thing? And so in, in that letter, sorry, in that letter of the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, Logically, what you should say is option one, that it's six hours after Chatzois today. Then the Rebbe crossed out option two. Option two was that it's six to seven on the clock. That option the Rebbe crossed out. That's nothing, like, that doesn't even begin, right? And, but in practice, so, but, so, so the Rebbe said, really, logically, I would say option one. But in practice, what I've seen the Chassidim do is option three, that it's six hours after Chatzois over in, in your place. So... What is, Ari, you're usually my Google guy. What, um, that way is longitude, right? What's the longitude of Chicago, right? Longitude of Chicago is, say for Google. Okay, we are 87.62 degrees west. Let's call it 87.5 degrees west, right? So that means we're two and a half, we're two and a half degrees of 90. So we call ourselves six hours GMT minus six. Our clocks are set to be six hours behind Greenwich, mm -hmm. but really we, we're two and a half degrees east of that, right? Now, if 15 degrees in an is an hour, then two and a half degrees is 10 minutes, right? So Bamela in Chicago, it's actually a little bit more because it's maybe nine and a half minutes because it's 0.62, yeah? So in Chicago, six to seven is 550 to 650. That's when, right? And in the summer, of course, when we change the clock, that, that doesn't have any bearing on the planets. That's just completely arbitrary. And now I think there's debates about changing it more or less or whatever, yeah? In the summer, it's 6.50 to 
when we move the uh, the clock the clock ahead. Otherwise, you would have a push date. So every Friday, if you come home, it's between six and seven. Just move the clock a few minutes, and then you can make kiddush. Right? Oh, which, which is why we don't worry about it so much in the summer. Well, there's only the, 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 there's only a few weeks of the year by the up and the down. You have to worry about it. it depends on what time Shabbos is, and it depends on uh, how far your walk is from shul. Yeah, for for Bob, his walk is two minutes, so he has to worry about it on certain weeks. For Rabbi Epstein, his walk is twenty minutes. It's going to be different weeks, right? But the point is that on the standard clock that we're on now, it's 5.50 to 6.50. If you really want to be precise, it might be 5.51 to 6.51. Um, and when we're on daylight savings time, then it's 6.50 to 7.50. Um, now, so that is the... Now, it's interesting that another letter that was... It seems like the Rebbe took this very, 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 very seriously. Um, in fact, another letter that was recently published where somebody wrote to the Rebbe something about having guests, that if he has guests who are not Makhbid, so as far as the guest is concerned, it's not his minhag. And as far as he's concerned, well, he's engaging in the mitzvah of Achnas and we have a principle that Shema mitzvah lo So I'm doing a mitzvah so the Mazalas won't have any bad effect on me, so I should be able to do it. And the Rebbe wrote something back very sharp, and it's 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 it's, it's mind-boggling. I, I don't understand it, but I mean, <laughs> the Rebbe said like basically something along the lines of, "Well, if you're making kiddush between six and seven, then it's not a mitzvah, because you're not supposed to make kiddush then." Um, so, so having said that, there are other letters of the Rebbe where the Rebbe does give room for such a thing. For example, um, there's a number of, there are rumors, or not just rumors, there are indeed communities in Israel who didn't accept this minhag. So, and there's a number of letters of the Rebbe where the Rebbe addresses the question of whether or not this, is bi- this minhag is binding in Israel as well. By the way, in Israel, I believe it's, it's uh, Israel is on the Cairo clock. Um, uh, that means, yeah, so, I believe in Israel it's 540 to 640. Um, in Detroit, it's even more extreme. Detroit is almost <laughs> Detroit. Batson belongs in the other time zone, so it belongs in, in 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 central. So it's it's they like it's, I think it's six thirty to seven thirty or something. Um, but um, so in one of the letters, the rabbi says um, it could be that in Israel they they didn't accept it and Shem Mitzvah So to quote that letter of the rabbi as being the only oh the rabbi said it's absolutely not. I don't think is honest. I think there is some ambiguity in the Rebbe's approach to it, but there definitely um, wha- is that uh, that 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 expression. Um, over the years, I have heard as far as it doesn't apply to red wine, to white wine, or to this that, but those have over the years been demonstrated to be uh, myths, and it was based on somebody's mistake that thought that Madim had something to do with the word Odim, which is red, um, but that's uh, that's been debunked. Um, there are many Chassidim, not Chabad, there are other Chassidim who are not marked in this at all, even though it is quoted by the Mogan of Rome and it is um, in the Arizal. Um, obviously, the question is raised um, a number of questions. One of the questions is um, in Mazal Yisrael, we know that Yidin are not bound by Mazalis, so why are we taking the Mazalis so seriously? But even that, Rashi says, a Mazal Yisrael means that if you daven, you could. Not that there's no effect of the mazalus, but if you daven, you could you could extricate yourself from that effect. Some have said that. Um, there's another question. So in our nusach of of of, of Mayriv, in Chabad nusachari, in Hashkivenu, we we cut the bracha in half. We just say Hashkivenu in Shalom, 
but other nuschoyes Ashkenaz and outside of Chabad, they say the whole bracha. Shmuel to say no guard us and and Hashem remove the evil and yeah guard us and protect us and so the question is why don't we say it? We don't say it on Shabbos because we are not on Shabbos. We don't need the protection. Shabbos itself protects. Right, so if we're not worried about saying Shmuel to say no veyeno on Shabbos, so why are we worried about the negative effects of making kiddush um, in that hour? So perhaps these are all questions which we can sort of muse about. But perhaps there's a, some suggested there's a difference between um, Yochid and Rabbim, whether it's a, a single person or the whole community. Some have suggested that the protection of Shabbos is. <coughs> Is Kiyashmir or Shabbos Kelishmirani that only if you're absolutely confident that you're keeping Shabbos 100% the way it's supposed to be, then you have the protection of Shabbos? There's also the question of Yeshu Beseser. The Gemara in Shua says that Yeshu Beseser is Shil Shal Pugoim. It's some, some 91 that we say, we say, so we say it in the Krishma, we, say, we do say it on Friday night. Yeah? There's a question about whether or not it's appropriate to say that. Um, that capital on Shabbos. Either way, these, these are topics of further exploration of, in general, what's the effect of the Mazalis on Yidin as, a, as, a, as an individual and as a community, and specifically what the effect of the Mazalis are on Shabbos. But Lamaisa, this is um, this is quoted by the Arizal, and this is something an Indian of the Arizal based already on the early Rishoni Ashkenaz, the Abudraham and the Maharil. It's quoted by the Shabbos, by the Mogan of Rome and Alter Rebbe. And the Chabad custom is to be careful about it. Uh, officially, the Chabad custom should be to be careful to make Kiddush before six. But like I said before, there's uh, some other things. First of all, we're also careful to daven Ma'ariv at night. So if that's in conflict, that's in conflict. Um, and also, in at least in the yeshiva system, there is say the chesidus we do, and, and, and we saw alter chesidim on Friday night was a time when they learned chesidus for a couple of hours, and uh, and 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 daven Meirev, and then daven Meirev, and sometimes even daven Meirev baruchas for many hours for a long time, and went home late, and we didn't see by chesidim to come home early on Friday night. Perhaps you could say, and this is something which is harder to say because you don't know what goes on in people's private home. It could be that chesidim were that when they came home to make kiddush right away. But we did. We, we definitely did see chesidim delay going home on Shabbos, and especially the seder ha-yeshiva that the rabbeim, the yeshiva that the rabbeim established, that the rabbi Shabbos established, that was the seder to learn chesidus and to daven for a long time um, on on Friday night, and um, second. <coughs> relying on the yeah. yeah I lost my train of thought that was about the thought I wanted to say but okay <coughs>